All right, here we go. I had the last two weeks off. Here's what happened. I took a week off, which I'm wanting to do once in a while. You know, just got behind on stuff and just didn't have time to finish up that week. Following week, we got a major storm and it cut out our power. Power came on within about a half hour. The internet did not. And I didn't feel like recording over the road, so... And nothing was really going on anyway, so I didn't. So, that's what's going on. That's why I didn't record in the last two weeks. I know some of you thought, hey, he pod faded. Oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? No, I didn't. So, I got some news. Some of it's a little old. You probably know about it. It's probably a lot outdated, but let's go through it anyway if we can find anything interesting. I put up another Memorial Day video up on the YouTube channel. It's TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. TWK. Trucking with Kingfish. Check it out. You might find this one pretty interesting. It's in honor of those who fell. It served our country, America. I'm an American. You know, I think it turned out pretty good. I told the story through the faces of those who came home. So check it out. Tell me what you think. Leave me a comment. Subscribe. It's life-changing. All right, let's keep moving on. Here we go. TWK, Trunk and the Kingfish, for June 21st, 2022. All right, let's go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. Well, we all have our crazies, even in our own industry. Maybe so much more in our own industry. Anyway, over in Nogales, Arizona. Yes, Nogales. Truck driver, 3.30 a.m., 3.20 a.m. on June 1st. Yeah, I got to go back because I didn't podcast the last couple of weeks. The truck driver decided to reenact the Garth Brooks song, except it was Papa Loved Mama, Mama Loved Men song, except it was a hotel and it wasn't a Walmart. But anyway, the driver slammed into the Walmart. Looks like he took out a good portion of the wall, so the store is closed. I'm sure they have the store open by now, but drivers, don't be attacking Walmarts with your truck, okay? It's hard enough to find Walmarts that we can park at. Don't ruin it for us even more so. Um, uh, Anyway, they say the man was intoxicated, but, you know, I don't know, maybe he had issues with Walmart. Maybe they overcharged him on something. I don't know. That doesn't go into it, but just just don't run into the Walmarts. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, I know this is old news for some of you. This is a big one. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What's the date? I don't know what the date is. Anyway, uh, North Liberty-based Heartland Express announced the acquisition of Pennsylvania-based truckload carrier so Roaring Spring, Pennsylvania headquartered drive-in truckload carrier Smith Transport. You've seen Smith Transport all around. 
and uh, related entities, which just got bought up by Heartland Express for $170 million. Now, Smith was started in 1982 and operates 850 company tractors and approximately 2,000 drive-van trailers. The company has terminals in Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Indiana. I thought they were a little more than that, but I've seen these trucks all the time. So it's a big deal. So somebody's got some money to buy. So Heartland's getting a little bigger. Smith disappears. And they were a good name in the industry. So at least as far as I know, I've never had an issue with a Smith driver. So good luck, guys, with your acquisition. Acquisition. Good luck with your acquisition. Yeah, I got to work on some of these words. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this isn't a commercial, but I think it is a big deal. Rand McNally delivers the 2023 edition of Trucker's Road Atlas. The new Trucking Road Atlas is out. Now, I keep the laminated version myself. Like I said, it's not commercial. I just, I've been driving 20, how long have I been driving? 27 years. And I keep the laminated version of the Atlas in my truck. I replace it every, I don't know, four or five years, whenever it starts looking a little ratty. I give it to the kids, or I just give it out to whoever wants it. They're usually still pretty good condition, because I'm you know, i a dedicated driver, so I don't need it as often as I used to. But I like to update it every so many years, because there's a lot of changes. You'd be shocked. They do thousands and thousands of changes every year. You know, it might be weight, might be limitations, it might be registration guidelines, you never know. So... I recommend you, you know, you you replace it every so many years. Uh, leave it up to you to decide how many years that is, but it's it's just a fabulous tool, and I think it's very important to have in the truck. The whole country is your workplace. This is just a map and a guide to what's in your workplace. All right, let's get moving on. Oh, this one's kind of funny. Earlier this month... Uh, Apparently, there's a refinery just north north of Vegas. I'm not sure where it's at exactly, but it's a, it's a secluded area. And the uh, bunch of drifters are showing up there while the drivers are trying to get fuel in and out. And it's so bad that the drivers are saying, hey, we're going to stop delivering fuel to Vegas if you don't clean this mess up. You don't get these guys drifting somewhere else. We can't have this. Because I would imagine, you know, you, you're driving a, a fuel tanker. I don't drive a fuel tanker. But if you drive a fuel tanker full of fuel... You're not going to want to have people spinning out of control in their cars around you. So, yeah, I sympathize. I wouldn't want that either. Uh, if you're drifting out north of Vegas, uh, outside the fuel refinery, uh, you know, maybe find another place to do it. I think that would be better for you. Just, it seems kind of silly. All right, let's get moving on. Well, as we all know, the FMCSA is reevaluating the speed, limiter, speed limiter proposal which would put a speed limit on your tractor, you know, maybe 60, 65. They never did clarify what the speed was going to be, but you know it's not going to be good. So they received thousands upon thousands of comments, and I, you know, I went through quite a few of them, and quite honestly, I didn't see any that were for it. I think most people, the consensus was, yeah, go ahead and do this, and you know, this will be an amend to the industry and things like that. You know, I just don't, you know, I don't see this going anywhere. Um, there's already a so-called driver shortage. Do we really need speed limiters? I don't think so. So, I don't know. Something to think about. Uh, if they push it through, it'll be because the bigger companies want it to be pushed through. That's why it'll get pushed through. All right, let's get moving on. 
All right, this is good news. I mean, we've talked about so many closures over the last year. Fruhoff, that's F-R-U-E-H-A-U-F, Fruhoff, was going back to making trailers. So Fruhoff Manufacturing, Fruhoff North American, $15 million operation will assemble dry van trailers in Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's a 290-man job, 290-job operation in Bowling Green, signifying the company's return to production in the United States. The new facility announced in June 2021 and opened earlier this year includes assembly of dry van trailers in Kentucky, Transpark. Fruhoff closed its previous U.S. operations in 1997, exclusively manufacturing Fruhoff trailers in Mexico in the years since. So far, the company has filled 75 positions with plans to add an additional 215 employees by the end of 2022. I think that's awesome, Fruhoff trailers. I've always liked them. So that'll be nice to see them come back and make this stuff in America. That's fantastic. How often do we get to say that? Not very often, unfortunately. But hopefully, hopefully, maybe someday, it'll be more often. Let's get moving on. All right, this is a big deal. Not one to choke around on. Seriously, a big deal. All right, Shepard, a subsidiary of Bendix, is recalling 105,271 of its Shepard steering gears, which the company said were purchased by 29 manufacturers to be used in vehicles, including major trucks, uh, OEMs, Daimler, Chrysler, uh, Kenworth, Peterbilt, Volvo, Navistar. Uh, no Freightliners. That's good. Shepard says certain, because I drive a Freightliner, that's why I say that. Anyway, Shepard uh, says certain steering gears, model numbers, all right, I'm going to read these off. There's a bunch of them. HD94E. All right, that's one. Now, the second one is M100P. The third one is M10, or sorry, M110P. The fourth one is HD94P. The next one is HD120P. The next one is MD83P, followed by SD110P, then M83P, then M90P. And then finally, M980P have been assembled incorrectly, which could cause the gear to fracture, potentially causing a loss of steering control. All right. Now, so far, two truck manufacturers, Daimler and Volvo, have issued recalls based on the Shepard recall. Now, Daimler is recalling 6,492 model near 2122 Freightliner. Oh, shit, it is Freightliners. What the hell was I thinking? For uh, 2122 Freightliner. MT-45, and then 2022-23 Western Star 4900s, and 22-23 Freightliner Cascadia trucks with the steering gears installed. Well, that's great. Drive a Cascadia. Lucky me. Volvo's recalling a 1,632 model year 2022-23 Volvo VN model trailers. Owners may contact R.H. Shepard at steering... 2-2 at R-H slash uh, oh shit, what do you call it? Not a slash, but a <laughs> this is stupid, I don't know what it's called. It's the, you know, just a line across in the middle, not not, not a slash, but in a uh, it's so stupid, I don't know what it's called. That's, that's It evades me right now. So we'll call it a I don't know what we'll call it, line? We'll call it a line straight across. 
So steering22 at rhshepherd.com. Just go to rhshepherd.com, contact them, tell them which, if you're curious about it, or call your dealer and ask them if you're involved in that thing. I'm a little embarrassed right now because I don't know what that stupid line's called. How silly is that? Uh, you know, it's, if you wanted a professional broadcaster, you'd go with somebody that would lie to you, and that's not me. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like Ford is recalling. Here's another recall. Ford is recalling nearly 3 million vehicles because they may roll away while parked. The recall covers 23 to 30, 2019 escapes. Hey, wait a minute, I got an escape. I think it's a 2018 shit. All right, and then 2013 to 2018 C-Maxes. 2013 to 2016 Fusions, 2013 to 2021 Transit Connects, and 2015 to 28 Edge Vehicles. The National Highway Safety Administration said that a damaged or missing bushing may prevent the vehicle from shifting into the intended gear. In some cases, the vehicle may roll after the driver selects the park position. The transmission may not be may not be in the park position, even though the shifter position indicates that the vehicle shifted to park. The driver does not receive a warning message or audible chime, Ford explains. Ford said it has received four reports of people injured due to the issue, plus six reports of property damage. So contact your Ford dealer if you have one of those vehicles and ask them if you're involved in that. Or you can uh, check to see if your vehicle is subject to a recall by visiting uh, the National Highway Transportation and Safety Administration, which is NHTSA dot gov backward slash recalls all right so that's nhtsa dot gov slash recalls and entering your vin number and then you'll know and then contact forward and find out what you got to deal with it uh wouldn't be a good thing to have your car roll away that would be kind of bad i gotta go check mine now oh i'll let you know next week if i'm on the list and i hope not all right, here's a big one. According to the FMCSA, from June 20th through the June 24th, through the June 24th, through June 24th, there will be an extra enforcement along I-81. During the traffic enforcement efforts, state and local law enforcement will patrol the I-81 corridor in Pennsylvania, New York, Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia looking for unsafe driving behavior, like speeding, following too closely, and distracted driving. Yeah, like they're going to look hard to find any of that. The purpose of the 81 law enforcement is to focus on safe driving for commercial vehicles. So if you're in those areas, just, you know, pay attention. You know, drive, you're good drivers, do what you know, do what you need to know, okay? That's all you got to do. All right, let's keep moving on. Well, good luck to the 114 drivers and 51 technicians who will compete in both written and hands-on competitions that demonstrate their safety knowledge and skill in the 2022 Arkansas Trucking Championship this weekend, June 24th to 25th at the Rogers Convention Center in Rogers, Arkansas. A friend of mine, Southpaw, Southpaw is from Rogers, Arkansas. So that's a pretty big deal. Uh, not too far from Walmart. But anyway, for the, the, the original story... Uh, the best technicians in the state will go, I guess they haven't done this since 2019. So, you know, the guys who go to these competitions and win these things are, you know, they're quite amazing. Actually, the skills these guys have are just, just beyond comprehension. All right, let's get moving on. Well, I guess that's it. Looks like that's all we got. So this is the news for June 21st, 2022. Not much going on. I'll try to get more back on a regular schedule. I was off, took that one week off. And then the next week, like I said, I lost power. 
lost the internet, lost everything. It was just, oh, it was just such a huge pain. And then, of course, this week on the way home, I hit a huge hailstorm. Uh, scared the hell out of little Tommy, but <laughs> it was pretty funny. The, the look on his face when he came out of the bunk is all the sound, you know, the, the hail hit inside the cab. It didn't do any damage to the truck, so that was good. You know, you get into a hailstorm like that, you don't want to stop on the interstate because people will, you could get rear-ended. So the best thing to do if you can't get off the interstate, slow down, throw on your four ways, dramatically slow down, and, and then, you know, just be careful. Keep in mind also that the four-wheelers, they don't have the, you have more window than they do, but your glass is probably more up and down than theirs is. Theirs is more in an angle, so it's very likely they may have shattered their windshields. So if you get into hail, be careful when going around the four wheelers. You know the cars. You know don't uh, don't be hammering down and treating them like they're they don't know what they're doing because they're obviously you know they're getting they can't see as well as you can, and they're probably getting a lot more damage done to their vehicle than you are. So something to think about. Not to say that you can't get your windshield shattered. I know I've had mine shattered, and it's not a lot of fun. So that being said, that's all I got for today. I'll see you guys next week. Hey, unless something happens over the road, then I'll try to record it for over the road. You know how that goes. It's, it's kind of hard to record over the road, though, because it's so loud. The truck is so loud. As a team driver, the truck really doesn't stop that much. Anyway, uh, remember, get over for four-wheelers, cops, cars, tow trucks, anything on the shoulder. Get over. Get in the next lane. Go around them. You don't know what's going on over there. Give them some space. I'll try to give them space if I can. If you're going to pass somebody and you see somebody on the shoulder, back off. Let the guy in the right will come over, blink him over, let him, and then pass him after you get around the thing on the shoulder. That's what I do. Or I try to do it anyway. Sometimes people don't want to get over for some reason. I don't understand why. It seems kind of silly to me. Also, check out Lula Insurance. You'll see a link in the show notes. And also check out the Hot Logic stove, which is the stove that is a little plug-in hot plate thing I use. I use it in the truck. I think the thing works fantastic. I love it. It's great for heating up food. It, it takes a while. It's, it's slow. I'll give you this. It's slow. But the reason why I like it is because I don't eat when I first get up. And there's a microwave in a bunk, but I don't like to go back in a bunk when my co-driver's sleeping. So I'll plug in the hot logic, put my food in there. Boom. I'm good to go. Everything will be heated three, four hours. Whenever I feel like heating, it doesn't matter. It'll cook it hot, but it won't overcook it, which is really nice. If it's a little hot, too little, too hot to eat at first, be careful if you use it. You can put in, like... You know, things that are in packaging and stuff. But it'll take longer. It won't melt plastic. It just takes longer to heat up the thicker the plastic is. Or the cardboard or whatever it is you're using. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, that's all I got. Stay safe. Stay out of trouble. Summer's here. Enjoy the summer while you can. Uh, so far, it's been kind of a crappy weather year for me. But hopefully, well, things will get better. All right. That's all I got. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Kingfish out. <laughs>